This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com. Okay, I'm going to have Shabbos Shabbosai as we prepare for Parshas Toldois. Havalinu Latoiva. Yep. So, welcome everyone. I want to welcome all the Torah Anytime viewers, everyone listening on J Radio, and the big Tamil Chachamim here in the Koylel Mitsuyanim in Kugarn Hills, New York. Okay, so let me share with you the following idea that is connected to the parasha. You know, on the words, Vayigdulu Hana'arim, Rashi points out that until they were of age, nobody paid attention to recognize their inherent natures. But then when they became 13 years old, when they became 13 years old, so Rashi says, this one separated to the Beis HaMedrash, and the other one um, separated to the house of Avodah but Rashi uses a Lashon of when they each became 13 years old, and in fact this comes from the Medrash. The Medrash says this is until they became Bar Mitzvah. But once they became Bar Mitzvah, the Medrash says, Yaakov Avinu made the bracha, Baruch Shepetrani, and uh, each one went on to their desired path in life. So, yeah, right. So now we're going to discuss, since the Makar of Bar Mitzvah comes from this week's Farsha, we're going to speak about some of the Kabbalistic elements of Bar Mitzvah. On Wednesday we spoke about what the makar is that a child becomes a mitzvah at 13. We spoke about whether you have to wait 24 hours, miyayim liyayim. So today we're going to speak about a very interesting transformation that occurs to a young man at 13 years old and something that we all need to be aware of because this is something that occurs throughout our lifetime. What do we call bar mitzvah boy? What is the traditional classic expression that we use to refer to a bar mitzvah boy? We call him a bar mitzvah bachar. What in the world does that mean? A bar mitzvah bachor? A bar mitzvah chosen? I mean, if anything, it should be say, we should say a bar mitzvah boichar. He has free choice now. Until now, he was under the control of the Yitzhahara. He did not have a Yitzhah Toiv. We'll see about that. But now he could choose. Now his life is in front of him. But why do we call him bar mitzvah bachor? Who chose him? He should be called bar mitzvah boichar. So famously... Sam Soifer writes in Parshas Mishpatim, and actually this is the drasha that he gave at his son's bar mitzvah, the Ksav Soifer. Wednesday we learned what the Chassam Soifer said at Reb Shimon Soifer's bar mitzvah. Now we're going to learn what the Chassam Soifer said at the Ksav Soifer's bar mitzvah. The Amarati says the Chassam Soifer as Nikra Bachor, Vahiroy Lekroisai Boicher, Kimin Oz Boicher Betoiv Umoyes Bara. From now on, the child chooses good and despises evil. Why? God chooses the Jewish people. The gematria of Ahava is 13. When does God choose Klal Yisrael? Ahava at age 13. So we call him Bachor, because now that's when God chooses him. Until now, God did not choose him. Until now, he was not eligible for Haboycher Yisrael Ahava. He wasn't Ahava yet. Now that he's Ahava, now he's 13, God chooses him, and therefore he's called Bachor, the chosen one. So the question is, what happens at age 13, that now God chooses him, and until then, until now, he does not choose them. So you can say, oh, this is good stuff, I could say it. And my son's bar mitzvah, grandson's bar mitzvah, cousin's bar mitzvah, nephew's bar mitzvah. 
Good. Okay, so just remember where you heard it, okay? Good. Mr. Heimowitz is taking notes, okay, but we're not going to say it on here because if they hear that you're taking notes, they're going to know where you got it, so we'll keep it doing. The question is, where did it happen? What happens at age 13? What happens at age 13? The Pasuk says in Tehillim like this, Asapra el Chaik. I speak regarding the law. Hashem Amar Eli, God said to me, Biniata, you are my son. Ani Hayomilaticha, today I gave birth to you. David Amalek is saying, he's recording a conversation he had with God. That God told him, You're my son. Today I gave birth to you. Interesting thing, that there was a day in David's life that Hashem said, David, what's master? What's going on? David said, Baruch Hashem. And Rebbe said, by the way, I just want you to know, Biniyata, you're my son. Today I gave birth to you. So what's that referring to? What day was that? Says the Zayar HaKadosh, Parashas Mishmatim. Kanmata David l'tlei sarshnin. When David reached 13, v'zacha b'ahu yoyma da'al arbeisar, and he was zoycha on that day, to enter the 14th year, k'dein k'siv, about that time it says, Hashem Amar Eli, God said to me, Viniata, you are my son, Ani Hayom Yiliticha. Amazingly, David on David's Bar Mitzvah day, he had a special guest. Who was the guest? The Ribanishlam. And what did the Ribanishlam tell him? He wrote he say he didn't give him a card. He told him personally, Viniata, Ani Hayom Yiliticha. Why? My timer. The Hamikadmis Dinaloi Havale Bra. Before Bar Mitzvah, he was not the son of Hashem. And the supreme neshama did not dwell on him. He was still in the years of Arla, like the years of Arla are off limits. So David was still in the years of Arla. Again, because of this, Today I gave birth to you. Until now, you had a neshama maybe from the dark side. Now you have a neshama from the right place. Kama dehava adashta, ani b'chodai. Bar esrin shnin, and what happens at twenty? Maxim b'shloimai ki ben hayisi laavi laavi mamish vaday. So what the Zayar seems to be saying is that before thirteen, a person does not have a neshama ilah. And but on the bar mitzvah day. Hashem gives a person the neshama ilah, and not from the sitra achra, which implies that until 13, maybe the neshama comes from a different place. And we'll, ha- we'll have to maybe have a different share. Well, where, what, what, how many different places can the neshama come from? But these are just the simple words of the Zayar Kadosh that the neshama comes at age 13. So the, one, one second, Rabbi, does that, are you telling me that when a Jew is born, he doesn't have a neshama? I never heard that. I didn't know that. Pal, there are a lot of things you don't know, okay? So, at, at, when a person is born, a Jew is born, they do not have a neshama. So, when do they get the neshama? According to this Zayar at age 13. But we're going to have to explain this further. The Arizal Hat writes in the Eitz Chaim from Chaim Vital, he writes explicitly, The neshama of a person does not enter until the 13th year. <coughs> says Arachayim HaKadosh, Arachayim HaKadosh, in his, in his 20th interpretation, on the first Pasuk in Bereshis, 
He says, that refers to the darkness of the first 13 years of life. God sends help against the darkness. When? That's when the child reaches 14 years old. It is revealed from his holy abode. Ruach Elokin Kadishin, a spirit of the holy God, Neshama Kadosh Otahira, the holy Neshama. Let's explain that further. The holy Neshama? Which part of the holy Neshama? So, that reason on the Shar Hagogulim says that really the truth is throughout life, the Neshama is changing, is transforming does not remain stagnant. Different things are added to it. So now we're going to get the history of your soul. You never knew. You could be, um, you could be 10 years old, 20, 50, 190. Good to know. What am I? What happens to me? Says Arizal, When a person is born, His nefesh enters. And if his actions are good, then he gets the full Ruach when he's 13. The Neshama will be complete at age 20, like the Zayar says in Pashas Mishpatim. But by the way, if you don't fix your Ruach, Meaning, if you don't get the Ruach at Bar Mitzvah, then the Neshama is not going to come at 20. Basically, you could go your whole life and never have a Neshama. Saying this Jew doesn't have a Neshama? Yeah, he doesn't have a Neshama. He never got it. This guy, he's a, he's a he, he only has a Nefesh. So that's a frightening thing. But we don't shy away from the truth over here. So this is what that result says. In, in the ideal person, nefesh when you're born, ruach at 13, neshama at 20. But again, you can have people who are delayed. I mean, you see people, you get people who are uh, in the fifth grade and they're, they're really in eighth grade. So it's the same thing uh, with the neshama. You could have Jews who are, you know, they're being left back, they're behind, they're delayed. Okay. So they don't get it at 13, right? When do you get it? Can they get it if they... Yeah, you could get it. You could get it. You could get it later. And we're going to talk about some of the minhagim. We know there's a minhag that the bar mitzvah boy darshans at the bar mitzvah. Should you do it? Should you not do it? We're going to learn a very interesting um, phenomenon that transpires during the drasha when the boy says it at the bar mitzvah. Look in. Now this is the Sefer Seder Hayyim. Now who wrote the Seder Hayyim? The Seder Hayyim was written by Rav Moshe ben Macher. Rav Moshe ben Macher is one of the Gure Ho'arizal, one of the students of the Arizal. He wrote a very important tefillah that every single Jew says every single morning. You know what he wrote? Moideh ani lefanecha melech chai vekayam shehechazarta bi nishmasi bechemla kama. Rabba munasacha. Not bechemla rabba. If you say bechemla rabba, you don't know what you're talking about. It's bechemla kama. Rabba munasacha. No, one second, one second, one second. So the question is, so you're telling me it's not found in the Gemara, Maidani? Yes, I'm telling you. It's not found anywhere until the students of Arizal. 
Rav Moshe ben Machir. Moshe ben Machir. So he, he wrote something called Seder Hayyim. In the Seder Hayyim, he wrote a parish on Tefillah. And he also maps out for us the scheduling of the soul's arrival. Okay, so he says like this. Amru Chachme Emes. The Kabbalim say, Ki Nefesh Bala Adam BeYemesh Azachal Himal. The Saralasai. The Nefesh comes when a person is Zaycha to circumcise the flesh of his Arla. Uveshem Yisrael Yichuneh. The Acher Shemagil Yudgim Oshan of Yemechad. When you get to thirteen, Zaycha LaRuach, which is the Yitzur Taiv. Shamarnu. Now the Imhe Yoshe Nefesh Gam Kim Mikaycha Taiva. If the nefesh that he got when he was born is from a good place, then it becomes the resting place for the ruach. One without the other cannot be. The two together are good. It's not called possessing the yetzer toiv b'shleimos. Shehi betela b'miyot lagabe yetzer hara hashoyler olam ibeten imay me'eshe yotzel aver olam. Nevertheless. It's not called the Yetzer Toiv fully, because it's still Batal Bamiya to the Yetzer Hara, who's been ruling over you since you were born. By the way, the Malach that comes, listen carefully, the Malach that comes and makes you forget the Torah, there's no Malach that, that, may, that comes and makes you forget the Torah. Who's the Malach who taught you the Torah, B'me'imai? That's the Yetzer Toiv. He leaves as soon as you're born. The ma- when does the Yetzer Hara come? When you're born. Ah, the Yetzahara comes, you forget all your learning. There's no like special mach. It's the Yetzahara. And then the Yetzahara leaves. And at 13, the Yetzahara comes back. When you have a Yetzahara, you forgot everything you saw and everything you knew. But, now that you have a Nefesh and a Ruach, now this kid, this little kid has a fighting shot. Before Bar Mitzvah, he's lost. Not going to overcome the Yitzhar. The Yitzhar has him in his grips. The moment that he has a Yitzhar Toiv, so now he has a Nefesh and a Ruach versus Yitzhar. Now, now we're talking. You know, if you're going to fight a heavyweight and you're going to be, you know, a featherweight, no, there's no, there's no shot. But if you could get two featherweights, one in one corner, one in the other, then you know, you could, you could do something. Yeah. I don't know. I don't. I don't know any. <laughs> I don't know if they're true. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, look, sometimes it comes early. I guess, the, you know, it's not said in some... Now he says like this. Why do we... Why does a person become a bar oinshim at 13 years old? Because now he's accountable. Until then, what do you want from the poor kid? The Yitzhahara has him in his grips. But now that you have a nefesh and a ruach, now you have a shot. But 20 years old, now you're going to be punished. Not only lamato, you'll be punished from a mile. In other words, the more components of the soul you have, the more culpable, the more liable, the more responsible you are for your maizim. So until now, this all sounds very Kabbalistic and it does not seem to have any practical nafgaminas, but it does. I'll tell you practical nafgamina. So here's a Shiloh. So you go into a restaurant and you say to the guy, Hey pal, I want a bagel and cream cheese. So this guy, who comes from South America, who, um, I don't know, maybe he's Mexican, he's a nice gentleman, he's a Tzalem One thing is, I guarantee you he did not wash Nagel in the morning. 
But here's the problem. The problem is that before you uh, wash negavasar, you can't touch food. If you touch food, there's a question about whether you could eat it or not. So how can you have this Mexican guy touch your bagel? So I don't know, I, I, probably you don't ask the guy, do me a favor, do you mind washing negavasar? Say moida'ani and say reishis chachma. And you know, maybe... So, wh- why? Why? What? No tumma by goyim. Why not? Yeah, goyim are tummy mace. Yeah. So why is there no tumma here? Because the pshat over here says the shulchan Harav is that where does the tumma during the night come from? Tumma is always when there's a, um, a vacuum. So when the neshama goes up, there's a vacuum of kedusha. The tumma comes, but goyim don't have a neshama. If goyim don't have a neshama, they don't have tumma in the night, and therefore the halacha is that if the guy handles your food, it is. Not a problem. Well, what about a little kid? What about the city has a health code? These are mahusa. Can you rely upon that? That the guy washed his hands before he Ask ask the people in the food industry how reliable that is. You know? <laughs> but Marvra Boisai. Now the Shaila is: What about if a child touches the food before he washes Negovasar? According to what we're saying, that somebody doesn't have a neshama until they're 13 years old. So that means no neshama left, so they don't have tumah during the night. So it's not a problem if they touch food. So up to what, until what age are we makal? So we would say, according to the shir so far, we could be makal until 13 years old. Says the Shulchan Archarav in Archai in Simon Dalits of Katan Beis, Umitamze, fifth line, Nohagulahako benagiyas haktanim. We're makal. When children who are katanim shaloi higiu lechinoch, they haven't reached the age of chinoch. Lefisha gemar veikur kenisas nefesh hakadosh adam who beigim ashana biyamechad. The main neshama does not come in. Primary neshama doesn't come till thirteen. Lazach v'yibez in the keva because then they're chayiv in mitzvahs minat tyra and they become an anchim. But that's the ikur. But it starts earlier. When does it start? It starts the age of chinuch. I mean, it's not that one day this kid was a, a nefesh, and then poof, the moment he wraps on the tefillin, bam, there's like a new soul that enters his body immediately. No, it's a gradual process. When does it begin? Six or seven years old. So from six and seven were machmir, because they have some degree of ruach. But before six, if a kid touches food, you can be makal. Utchilas knisas nefesh zuak dusha hu bechinach latayro lemitzvays shechivu chacham lachanech. Now the truth is, even from the time of mila, they still have something. They still have a nefesh, and therefore, it is considered a holy practice to wash children's, um, even little children, from the time they're very young, to wash their hands for negovaser especially from when they start touching food. But again, this concept that the neshama doesn't come to bar mitzvah has halachic ramifications as well. Ah! Comes the Mishnah Psachim! Or Larba Asar! The night of the 14th! Boitkin Chametz! We check for Chametz La'oraner! By the light of the candle! Ah! Or Larba Asar! Boitkin Chametz La'oraner! Says the Arizal that this Mishnah could be read Api Kabbalah as follows. Look at number ten. The Yigdulu Hanaarim, and this week's says the kids grew up. Kiachar Shenigdulu Nasu Shnayim 
After they grew up, they became two. Esav is a Yetzahara. Ish Sadeh. Oyev Oylam Hazeh. Sadeh is Oylam Hazeh. And Yaakov is in Ishtam. Yoshev Oyholim. Oysik Betayra. Vayazid Yaakov Nazid. What is Vayazid? Alashan Amazid. Intention. Thinking. He's thinking. Machshavais. He's thinking. Shachoshev Lo'olam. Hech Yavid Elokav. How can he serve God? Nazid is Alashan Machshava. Ashazadu Aleyem. He's thinking, how could he get Oylam Abba? And in the meantime, what's the Yitzhahara doing? The Yitzhahara is becoming subdued. Kivan Sharaya Ha'adam Abba. Once the Yitzhahara sees that a person is coming and thinking about how he's going to get Abba, from the the Tanuge and he's Oyef. The Yitzhahara is sick and tired from the Yitzhahtaiv. And Esav, the Yitzhahara says to Yaakov, the Yitzhahtaiv, Halitainina. Enough already. Because on the first day that the Yetzir Toiv enters the person's body, 13 years and a day, then he rules on that day, and the Yetzir Hara is Nichna. Because the first day of the 14th year, the first day of the 14th year, is when the Yitzhar Toiv enters in the Zechus of the Torah, which is called Ar, Hanikra Ar, the Torah Ar, and the Zechus of the Mitzvahs, which is called Ner. So Ar Yadalad, the first day of the 14th year, through the Torah and the Mitzvahs that he did. Through the schus of this, that's how we search for the Yitzhahara and we push him away. This is the famous remez of the Arizal. Arli Yadalad. Would you Remember This is the famous remez. Arli Yadalad. The day, the first day of the 14th year, we start to attack and fight the Yitzhahara. I'm going to tell you an amazing remez. Yeah. <coughs> yeah. Yeah. Take the second and the fourth, you get fourteen. It's a difference. Okay. I'm not having Zion. No, 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 no. Yeah, Bob and Zion. Oh, Zion Zion. And Yud and Dalit is fourteen. Why would you take the first and the third? That's a different question. <laughs> okay. Rabbi Sai, it says, it says in Mishlei, it says in Mishlei, Ner Hashem, the candle of God, Nishmas Adam, is the soul of man. What is man's candle? What is the candle? The neshama. So there's a sefer Shefatal. In the Shefatal, he explains the pasuk Ner Hashem Nishmas Adam that this pasuk alludes to the three components of the soul. Ner, Ner stands for nefesh, ruach, and Nishmas Adam. Ner is nefesh, ruach, neshama. All three. And by the way, the Tikkun Isaiah says, Ner is nafsha verucha. The nefesh is the wick. The ruach is the oil. And the neshama is the fire. So Ner, we see from here, is a Rashi Tevos for nefesh and ruach. The nefesh is a psila, and the ruach is the zayas. So it says Pinchas Friedman in the Sefer on Bar Mitzvah called Beniata. 
Or Laba Asar, on the day of the Bar Mitzvah, when the person enters the 14th year, he checks for Chametz with what? Le'ar Haner, with the Ner. What's the Ner? The Nefesh and the Ruach that the kid just got. Now the kid just got his Ruach, so So the truth then is, when the Zayar says you get the Neshama, it's not exactly the Neshama. Which part of the Neshama? Which part of the Neshama do you get on the day of the Bar Mitzvah? The Ruach. The Nefesh you get when you're born, the Ruach you get at Bar Mitzvah, and the full Neshama you get at 20. Therefore explains, before me, he's at number 14. Which came when you were born. And then when you're 20, you get the, the neshama. And therefore, when the Zayar says you get the neshama ilah, the kavan is for the ruach. Who understood Bar Mitzvah more than anybody else? Probably Rav Shem Bar Yechai, right? I mean, he's telling us all these secrets. So what, did Rabbi, what kind of bar mitzvah did Rav Shem Yechai make? You know, what did he have at his bar mitzvah? Who was the caterer? What, what did he serve? What kind of stations were there? You know, what was going on at the bar mitzvah that Rav Shem Yechai made for Rabbi Lazar? So the Zayar says in Parshas Bereshis, in Medrash HaNelam, he says, I'm Rav Chia, im kein elohem neshama lagayim, elo oisa hanefesh hachaya. I'm Rav Yechia, Amr Rav Lazar, Uli Yisrael, Man Yahava, who gives the soul to the Jews? Tava Rav Chia, Amr Rav Lazar, Tachazi, the Tznan Bal Atayar One who comes to purify himself, we help him. Ma'i Siyua Yavinonle, Ela Hahu, what help do we give someone who comes to purify? You know what the help is? Nishmasa Kadisha. The Nishama gives him smach. The Neshama helps him in this world and the next world. Until 13, all you have is a Nefesh. From 13 on, if you want to be righteous, if you want to be pure, then we give you a Neshama Kadishi law. Where does it come from? This Gazaras Mikorsi Yikar Damalka comes from the Kisei Akavad. Amar Rehuda, I know time in the Taninon. Betlas Eser Mechil Derachame B'Maslis Tadrev Lazar. This is the meaning of the 13 paths of Yudgim Omidah's Harachamim. Meaning basically in the first 13 years you need a lot of help. That's where the Yudgim Omidah's Harachamim come in. Before you have a Neshama, you're reliant on the Yudgim Omidah's Harachamim. Listen to this. Rab Shimon ben Yechai. Who did Rab Shimon invite to his Kizvar Mitzvah? Now we're about to get the invitation list of Rab Shimon ben Yechai. Who did he invite? You know, some people, how do you decide who you invite? Some people say... Let's see who's going to give good presents, you know. Who, who could... Says of Shema Yechai, Zimin Lamari Masnisa Lamecha Basudasa Rabba. He invited the masters of the Mishnah. David Lahu. V'chafa Kalbesa Mamani Dikar. He covered his whole house with expensive items. He put the rabbis on this side. He was on the other side. And he was very happy. Amrulei Maibedi Chusa. What are you so happy about, Rabbi Shimon? Like, well, what, what's going on with you today? What, what's... What's up with you? Why are you so happy? This is the day that the Holy Neshama was given. And that's why I'm so happy. Comes the Kafa Chaim. Rabbi Yaakov Chaim Seifer. And he says a wondrous thing. He says, we know, we learned on Wednesday from the Yamshel Shleima, is a bar mitzvah, sudas mitzvah. He says, it's a sudas mitzvah, boy biyayim. If it's on that day that he became a bar mitzvah, it's a sudas mitzvah. And if it's not by biyayim, and then it's only Sudas Mitzvah if the kid speaks. What if it's not by biyayim and the kid doesn't speak? 
So stop, it won't be the only time you're mavata from Torah in your life and you wasted your time and money. So that, chalk this one up as another. In other words, only a sudas mitzvah, either on that day or if the kid speaks. Says the Kavachayim, another Indian of why? Why do we mutcha the kid? Here you have this little kid. The kid can barely get his head over the shtender and you're teaching him shagis aryes and Rebchaim briskers and, and populim and chakiras. The kid doesn't even know what he's talking about. Certainly nobody else knows what he's talking about. The answer is, says the Kafachayim. You know why we have the kids speak? A different reason. Because this is the day he gets his soul. Through learning Torah that the kid teaches. And the Suda's Mitzvah, for his honor, he zoicha to a higher soul, meaning not everyone gets the same level soul. It depends on the sanctity of the kid, and it depends on the kid's drasha. The Indian of the kid's drasha is, it instills in him a holier soul. This way the kid... <coughs> because they're afraid, you know, in Shira the next day, this kid's going to get, you know, he's going to be the best guy in the Shira. They want to keep their stand. But um, I don't know. Anyway, and if you... Oh, wow. What those? Yeah. Look, if a person didn't give his kid to speak, so tell him to say the Torah tonight, it's never too late. And then the kid will get a... Yeah, but the Indian of tying the Bar Mitzvah to Adrasha, to Siyam, and so on and so forth, and to Sudas Mitzvah, is this enables the child to get a higher level Ruach. And he says, In ben Lidosh, if the kid does not have a Darshan, the rabbi's Darshan, the father Darshans, um, fine. And let's just conclude, that I saw in the Sefer, Halachos v'alichos Bar Mitzvah, that it's good for the kid to learn Mishnayis on that day, because again, the same way we learn Mishnayis for a Nifter, that because Mishnah is Oisya, is Neshama, so too we want the kid to be Zaycha to a higher level Neshama, and therefore it is an Indian learning Mishnah. But the point being is, I think, you know, obviously everybody's familiar, you know, when a kid becomes 13, he's maturing, and now he's Chayiv and Mitzvahs, but I don't think it's really understood that, no, the kid is, be- get it, is he's becoming Jewish today. In other words, he's becoming a Yid today. And maybe we could add as follows. Chassam Soifer says that why is he called a Bachar Habar Mitzvah? Because God says, I choose you today. Why is God choosing a kid at 13 years old? I think the reason is, like, what did David HaMelech say that the Yibam Shalom told him at 13? David said that Hashem told him at 13, B'niyata, now you're my son. Why are you only Hashem's son at Bar Mitzvah? And it's very simple. What makes you the son of Hashem? What makes you the son of Hashem? What makes a father a father? It's because you're made out of the same DNA. So what makes Hashem our father? Because Hashem is Eloika, and we have an Hashem, and we're Chelek Eloika. We are a piece of the divine. The only reason Hashem's our Av is not because He loves us. Just because you love someone, you don't become their father. You're someone's father if you contributed to their DNA. On what day could we say that we are the son of Hashem when we get the chilek al What day do we get that? The bar mitzvah. Therefore, David HaMel says on my bar mitzvah, Hashem said to me, B'niyata. Therefore, Hashem says to every bar mitzvah boy, I choose you. When do I choose you? I choose you on the day of your bar mitzvah. Haboycher bi'amo Yisrael. When? At age 13, bi'ava, at the age of Ava. So we should talk to first of all, to keep our nefesh 
keep our neshama, keep our ruach, to maintain it, to preserve it, to sustain it. And uh, we hope that we do, we make the bar mitzvahs in the right way so that our children are elevated to the proper status. Rabbi, have a great Shabbos. You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.